0: Welcome back to Sports Central, presented by Miller Lite. Greg Matzik with you on 620 WTMJ. We're broadcasting live from the Greater Milwaukee Auto Show. Come find us. We're on the main floor near the main entrance, uh, right around the corner from all the imports. I'm staring at the back of a Mini right now, as a matter of fact. And uh, right behind me, a bunch of cars I can't afford, but, boy, they look nice. Scouting Combine underway in Indianapolis. Packers brass set to speak tomorrow. Mike McCarthy and Ted Thompson, what will they have to say? Not only about uh, you know the upcoming NFL Scouting Combine, but you know, free agency, which is right around the corner. How do the Packers prioritize their free agent decisions? For more on the team, we welcome in from Packers.com. He is on the ground in Indianapolis. Time for Wednesdays with Wes, and this time on a Tuesday, it's Wes Hotkowitz. Hey, Wes.
1: Hey, how's it going, Greg?
0: <laughs> yeah, one of these times uh, we're going to actually do this on a Wednesday and the the title will be appropriate.
1: I actually think you're trying to avoid it now. You, you, it seems like you only ask me on like a Tuesday or a Thursday or a Friday. It's, it's, never, it's never Wednesday. I think you have other people you go to.
0: Well, there is an understated charm to the whole Wednesdays with Wes on a Tuesday <laughs> or Thursday. You're right. Yeah, we'll just stick with it. Why not? Uh, so you're in, in Indianapolis. I know today is more of a hi-how-are-you-get-to-know-you sort of day and uh, more of the testing begins tomorrow. Uh, what are we expecting to hear, and, and what do you think the questions will be from Mike McCarthy and Ted Thompson? You know, we haven't heard from Thompson since mid-August, so the questions definitely pile up for the GM here. Uh, what sort of angles do you think uh, folks will take with uh, the Packers' press?
1: Well, if history is any indication, I, I, mean, I mean, everyone's going to be wondering about those unrestricted free agents. There, there's so many guys there, uh, you know, upwards of 10, that, that they're going to have to make a decision on here. And the one thing that's actually kind of an interesting angle to all of this is the fact that, we, you know, with the combine being a couple weeks, you know, being a week later, we actually are only a week away from the start of the negotiating period of free agency. So um, there's going to be a lot of conversations had here. There's going to be a lot of people talking. But I'm sure media-wise and everybody from Green Bay gets around that podium tomorrow with Thompson and then obviously with McCarthy as well. I'm, I'm guessing a lot of the questions are going to be directed around that, uh, you know, that whole question about, uh, you know, what they think about what they have and, and who could potentially be back.
0: Yeah, how do you prioritize this group, Wes, with uh, Eddie Lacy telling ESPN that, you know, the Packers have been vocal about having him back, with uh, TJ Lang saying, look, there really haven't been any discussions, and these are important players, and all of a sudden franchise tags are being handed out, and Nick Perry all of a sudden looks like one of the better pass rushers on the free agent market, or could be, so how do you sort through all this? There's several key players here that are in the Packers' backyard.
1: Yeah, there's so much that goes on in, in this time. I remember the 2014 offseason, uh, when there was the questions, uh, going into 2015, I should say, uh, that, you know, about Brian Belaga and, and Randall Cobb and whether or not they were going to be back. And I mean, I remember, uh, being in Rob Demosky's house, uh, waiting and waiting, and we actually were just kind of hanging out. And then sure enough, like the 11th hour, Cobb ends up, a report comes out, Cobb signs. So these things take time. And it, it you know, I, I think one of the things is too, this is a big, Time for for those conversations to get started, to get talking, to kind of gauge those markets. But um, history being what it is, I mean, the Packers, they, they you know they'll go to market if they have to. Um, at times, obviously they've reached extensions. You look at Mike Daniels two years ago, David Bakhtiari this year. Uh, there's a lot of things that have to be decided here in the next couple of weeks. But I'm sure uh, a lot of those things that that people are wondering about, some of that stuff's going to start to get hashed out this week.
0: Uh, Eddie Lacy will be a, a free agent at the Packers don't strike a deal with him. Looking at the running back situation, uh, you, you can look to the draft. Adrian Peterson, of course, was uh, going to be released by the Vikings or is released. Some think he'd be a good fit in Green Bay. I don't think he would be. We can start with uh, some of the other players here. Is it are all the arrows pointing to Lacy coming back? Given they've released James Starks, Christian Michael. I don't know if he asserted himself all too well in his limited opportunity. Uh, You've got some other guys, and then Ty Montgomery. Don't the arrows point to Lacey, in your opinion? Yeah, it probably depends,
1: obviously, on on where he's at. I I know, as you mentioned, and the thing I think that he talked to Schefter for that that Rob wrote about, um, you know, obviously he's making progress with his rehab and and hopes to be, um, you know, back and I think running here shortly, working down out of Alabama. But, uh, the really big thing is going to be is when when he's he going to be healthy? When can he be cleared? I mean that and that could take time. I mean, obviously a lot of these guys get these things done. You know, TJ talked about it. Got the the hip thing squared away right at the end of the season uh, to put him in a position to to be ready for this time of the year. So uh, that's probably going to be the biggest thing is just seeing where these guys are at when they can get cleared and what's going to happen from there. But I think Mike McCarthy made it very clear at the end of the season. I mean, the Packers value what Eddie Lacey has done in Green Bay. Uh, he's obviously been a big part of what they've been able to accomplish with the success they've had in the run game over the last three and four seasons. It's just, and before that injury, Greg, I mean, he was looking great. I mean, he was off to the best start of his career in terms of, you know, the yards per carry. So um, a lot of things in the air, but yeah, as you said, right now, you got Ty Montgomery on the roster. um, And and for the most part, uh, I think maybe outside of Don Jackson, that's the guy that's only under contract right now.
0: Wes Hodkiewicz of Packers.com joining us from Indianapolis side of the annual scouting combine. I'm Greg Matzik here at the Auto Show at the Wisconsin Center. Uh, this is also a very interesting time, Wes. Uh, as you mentioned, everything's been kind of pushed back. So, you know, franchise tags get handed out, players get released. And uh, it, just moments ago, I see the Jets released Darrell Revis. There's some reports that Devon House, the former Packers quarterback, is going to be let go by the Jacksonville Jaguars if they can't yeah. find a trade partner. Bird,
1: too, yeah,
0: and these are interesting, right? I mean, especially in the case of House, if you look at the position here, right? I mean, you can connect the dots a little bit. It doesn't always work for a former player to come back to his former team. But in the case of House, that that just might make too much sense, right? I mean, it is a position that I'm still very nervous about going into this season, given that you're on year number three with a pair of players you invested draft picks in. but don't really know if they can cut it week in and week out as starters
1: yeah we'll have to see about that i mean now this is one of these things that you know jacksonville i believe to the best of my knowledge does have some flexibility with their cap room so it's not like they're going to have to get rid of house um you know and have to move on because of you know monetary reasons i mean they can take their time with it if they want um i I always enjoy covering them you know i've you know had a lot of success here in spurts um it just seems like it hasn't worked out in jacksonville it's always so hard to say, you know, who comes back, who doesn't, how those things are going to play out. Uh, but, but, I mean, the other thing is, too, that, that you have to consider is all these things are reports. You know, what, what's it going to be like on the first day of free agency if a lot of these cuts start happening, if things, you know, players start, you know, going on the market, and if anything else, I think it's also kind of a reminder, too, of some of the dangers that are lying in the wait sometimes uh, with free agency and unrestricted guys. I mean, as I kind of interrupted you with, but, I mean, Jairus Bird, he was one of the top guys on the market a few years ago, and now, you know, the Saints part ways with them. So that's the game, and that's the thing that all these guys have to weigh. But um, obviously a lot of decisions that have to start getting made, and I'm sure here in Indianapolis there's going to be GMs, uh, you know, from one part of the city to another trying to make those decisions.
0: Well, in the Lang situation, I think it's interesting as well. If you look at how the free agent market is going to stack up at that position, it's pretty much Lang and Kevin Zeitler, the former Badger, kind of the cream of the crop here. Um, And, of course, with that, there's an associated price tag. But my thought is, and this is just any year, any position, any player, if you have a suitable replacement, okay, you can part ways with a guy. And the Packers felt they had a suitable replacement for Josh Sitton with Lane Taylor. I don't know if they have a suitable replacement today for T.J. Lang. My gut feeling tells me J.C. Treader gets away and becomes a starter for another team at center.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's another thing. That's kind of the difficult thing to always gauge with this before uh, you get to that first week of free agency. And, firstly, it's kind of always the reason why I've always enjoyed covering the owners' meetings because you start to see uh, where needs are developing, where you know, holes are being filled. Uh, because you, you get that first couple weeks of free agency. Up until that point, you know it's always a lot of ifs and buts. But uh, Lang's been a phenomenal player. I thought he had the best year of his career again this year, despite the fact he was playing on a broken foot, despite the fact he really had to gut it out with the hip injury all season long. That's just the way TJ Lang is. And the one thing I really respect about him is this was it was it was a, it was a different year. There was a you know you, you look at TJ Lang. I used to say Lane Taylor getting the lineup. They have JC Treader the first seven games, then it switches over to Corey Lindsley. Um, there was there was some shaking up on that offensive line, and, and Lang was really uh, one of those guys that stepped up and, and it was a solidifying sort of presence. So where that all fits out, I mean, we're going to have to see. But uh, but certainly, you know, the Packers have valued him in his contributions for a long time now.
0: I, I keep waiting to find out if BJ Raji is coming back. Right, it was about a year ago he said he was walking away. Well, should he be coming back by now?
1: Yeah, that's by far the number one question. I think Mike Spoff and I always get to our insider inbox is what's going on with them. I haven't heard anything, and I haven't seen any reports out either here over the last few, um, you know, weeks or whatever you want to call it. I I did think something maybe started to trickle up, but you know, the other thing you have to consider too is you know, B.J. Raji he had a nice run there, and obviously, I think he's a smart guy, and I'm guessing probably took care of his money well. He had some personal things he wanted to take care of off of the field, and it's probably going to be one of those things at the end of the day, he's going to have to decide uh, if, if this is just the right way for him. And, and, you know, maybe it is time to move on to that next phase of life. We'll have to see. I mean, he left that open, but uh, yeah, I mean, BJ Raji, obviously one of the guys, and, and you can probably speak to this too. I mean, uh, always a, a really guy. And as far as the locker room was concerned, always a guy you could go to, um, you know, from a personal perspective, I, I obviously missed him, but uh You'll have to see, and it's another one of those questions. I know I'm saying that quite a bit, but uh, <laughs> just seeing how this all falls out and, and exactly what he probably wants to do with his future.
0: Yeah, Wes, what are you looking most forward to seeing at the Combine during your time in Indianapolis?
1: Uh, you know, I'm excited to see how this is all going to shuffle out now with these changes. I mean, they got the fan experience here now. Uh, they they moved it. So, I, Did you ever come down here for the Combine before in front of my No, I
0: was, I was never able to make it, and I, I just so, over the course of time they've turned it into like a TV event, and now fans can yeah. go. It's crazy.
1: I could see that, yeah. And the thing that was interesting is they moved it out of Lucas Oil Stadium. As far as uh, the media session is concerned, in the past they had it sort of in this uh, hospitality area of Lucas Oil Stadium, which was just kind of this big room where they would walk everybody through, and it was just always kind of congested. Well, this year they pushed it out in the Indiana Convention Center, and it's a lot more spacious. So we have there's a separate workroom now that's that's different from where they're going to be doing the interviews. So I think that's going to be interesting to follow and just seeing how a lot of these guys react. I mean, that that's the biggest thing, I think, seeing how they kind of do with the spotlight, not only with the media interviews, but also, you know, when all eyes are on them in the 40 time. I mean, there's nothing quite like it. I mean, obviously you have your your pro days, but this is, uh, this is something in and of itself.
0: Well, very cool, Wes. Hope you have a great time down there. I hope you get a chance to run the 40 yourself and do kind of like a media combine. <laughs> yeah.
1: We don't need that.
0: <laughs> I mean, who would win the media combine? Of all the Packers beat guys who were down there, who would win the media combine?
1: Well, Cohen's not going to win it because he has his knee problem now. I don't know, Pete Doherty.
0: You, Pete, you're giving it to Pete. ACL. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, I, I maybe, <laughs> maybe Pete. If I'm forgetting, I'm probably one of those TV guys too. I mean, like Moser, he's in really good shape. I, yeah, it's hard to say. It definitely wouldn't be me, though. I don't think you'd have to worry about that.
0: Hey, you're a scrapper, Wes, and the heart counts. No question about that. Wes, I always appreciate your time. We'll check in again Wednesdays with Wes, uh, maybe next Tuesday or the Tuesday after that, maybe even a Thursday, but certainly not on a Wednesday.
1: All right, Great. thanks.